Hey, welcome again to another podcast, Daily Devotional. With but not daily, oh, weekly, weekly devotional. Can you imagine we would have, yeah, we would yeah, have no true. time in our lives if we did a weekly devotional. I well, mean, like, <sighs> if we did a daily, we one. have no time in our lives. If we do a weekly devotional. We'd have no time in our lives if we did a daily devotional. You know, I have to admit, this last year, Pat, I've written a daily devotional every day, just as a habit. Just really? Sit, yeah, sit down wow. and like write one out. Oh my gosh! Just to just to keep like it's for me you know it's not like for everyone it's just for me yeah but uh it's been uh quite the habit because oh it takes God. some time you know yeah. takes some time to like think through stuff to pray through stuff uh but it's been good i don't know I, I, are you an early riser oh yeah 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 if the sun's coming up i'm coming up with it you usually get it before <laughs> the sun i think yeah. don't you well this time of the year I, I don't set an alarm because I can trust the birds that live outside my bedroom window will be loud enough to, wow. and they always start chirping about 15 minutes before sunrise. Okay. 15 minutes before sunrise. That's yeah. when Pat gets up. If any of you were curious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, the last couple of months I've been getting up early just cause it just, I don't know. It just kind of feels good to like get ready, get the day going. Yeah. Uh, you know, not what was happening for me is late at night. I would stay up late, watch a TV show, or just do something, just filling time. And it wasn't like productive stuff. It was just filling time. Right. And then go to bed, and then I was tired, so I'd sleep in. So I just shifted it. I think I'm sleeping exactly the same amount of time. It's just now happening when there's more sun up, I guess. So yeah, there you go. Uh, but early morning, I, I people always wonder, like, when do you do a devotional? Do you do it in the morning? Do you do it in the evening, at the end of the day? Um, I think there's a right answer to this. <laughs> You do it last thing of the day. No, I think <laughs> I think there's a right answer. I mean, I think, you know, any time is better than no time, but there's something cool about first thing in the morning or early in the morning. Yeah. Or, you know, whenever you're kind of like started, ready to go in the day, because it just kind of sets you up for the whole day. Like you're, you're giving yeah. God the opportunity um, to be able to speak to your heart for what you need for that day. It's kind of like, you know, when's the right time to fill your gas tank when you start a trip or at the end of the trip? Well, <laughs> it doesn't really work like that, right? Yeah, it's like you need to get right. filled up before you go. So that's kind of how I see scripture, uh, which uh, are in doing like daily devotionals. So with that said, where are we at today? Well, we are recording early in the morning. This is the first thing at least I'm doing today. It's 9.08 a.m. For those of you who are wondering, we're reading out of Luke chapter 1. And we're going to read, it's kind of a big chunk, but it's not, it's a, it's a lot of verses, but it's not actually very long. We're going to read Luke chapter one, verses 39 through 55. And I was thinking maybe I could tackle the first chunk, 39 through 45, and you'll handle 46 through 55. Sounds like a deal. Okay, here we go. Mary visits Elizabeth. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to town in the hill in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise to her. 
in verse 46. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. And Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. Mm. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. There it is. Let's conquer this thing. So Mary got ready, hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea. Kind of interesting. There seems like there's a sense of urgency because she's hurrying. Yeah, it doesn't say she went. She hurried. Uh, and and some of that might be in the. Uh, I'm looking up the word. Just so we know, I know I keep looking at the word. The (laughs) translation of the word is to go, to travel, to go out. Um, But when they translated this, um, it seems to be that it keeps getting translated. Like the ESV says, um, Mary arose and went with haste. Hmm. It's like she went, and then the NASB says she went in a hurry. So there's probably another word in here. So going quick. and when she arrived, the Holy Spirit arrived with her, it seems like. The Holy Spirit was definitely present. Yeah. Verse 41, when Elizabeth yeah. heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. I think it's always important to notice when the Holy Spirit shows up in Scripture. Yeah, and the Holy Spirit shows up here in a big way, um, which is kind of a cool a cool thing to know that, like, the Holy Spirit is is active, um, but the Holy Spirit was also working in Elizabeth. Um, a couple of things just before we jump totally into that. Uh, one of our pastors mentioned this. We do like a sermon study, mm-hmm. and one of our pastors mentioned that um, Mary, we know that Mary was poor. Right. And sometimes it's not like a popular thing to want to talk about or whatever. Like, yeah, you know, oh, poor people, rich people, I do whatever. This but yeah. Now. But Mary was poor. But we also know that um, Elizabeth, Zechariah is her husband, and he's a big deal. He's like a big deal priest guy, right? which means he's probably not poor. Yeah. <laughs> and he said she got ready and she hurried to a town in the hill country. Yeah. So like sometimes living in the hills doesn't mean like you're a hillbilly. That's not what that yeah. means. <laughs> living in the hills, <laughs> living in the hills means uh, you have some money. Yeah. Um, it's cheaper to build down in the flat valley, but if you can like build up in the hills, it means you probably had a lot more like, you know, help and labor to move supplies up into there. It's Living up, high on the hog. High on the hog. There you go. <laughs> it also means you're away from a lot of the the dangers that you might be out in the in the in the valley. In the valley, you're more susceptible to flooding, you're more susceptible to um, having, you know, people who might invade uh, and things like that. But if you're up in the hills, there's a little more protection. So, um, Mary is poor, but she goes up to this, to this relative who's kind of, you know, a baller. Well, maybe that's why she's going fast. She's like kind of, I don't know. I feel like I drove down through 
Hollywood, what's the most expensive road called? It's where all the shops are. Oh, and Rodeo Drive. Yeah, or Rode- I drove yeah. through Rodeo Drive for the Hills. very first time yeah. in Beverly Hills a few weeks ago. Actually, a few months ago now. And I felt like going through there fast because I that that's not me. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I was like, well, I'm not even going to bother to park because I wouldn't even be able to afford to walk into any of these stores. So I kind of felt the the urgency to get out of there quick just because I felt out of place. Uh, and so maybe that's why Mary's hurrying. She maybe feels like she wouldn't look like she should belong. Or mm, Good point. Uh, or even if she looked like she belonged, and I feel like I could have looked like I belonged in Rodeo Drive, but I knew that that's not my space. That's not the space that I am wealthy enough to be occupying. And it's more mental than anything. Like no one would care if I got out and walked around. Yeah. But I know for me, like I have no business being there. So well, maybe yeah. that's what was going on. Could be. And you think too about like Mary, like here she is pregnant and not married. She's betrothed. So it's like she's oh, yeah. engaged. Yeah. And so she's like, uh, I'm getting out of here. I'm yeah. going to go spend three months with my relative who is like a super churchy priesty person. Yeah. Um, so that'll look better. You know, like maybe it's just, I need to go be protected. Right. Um, and maybe she's th- thinking, I mean, think about Mary. Mary's got to show up to this house and she's got to say, yeah, uh, I'm having a God baby, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or, or God, I, I didn't actually like make this baby like God did. Um, yeah. And you're just going to have to believe me and trust me on that, right? right. So she's going to have to go tell this to Elizabeth. Right. She's probably pretty freaked out. Yeah. Because it's like, is Elizabeth going to like not believe me? In this send time. You, send her home. Yeah, send her packing. At this time, what would happen, what was pretty common, or not necessarily common, but in scripture it said like if there's someone who's an adulterer, um, you're supposed to stone them, like kill them. It was like death penalty for someone who would um, basically get pregnant outside of marriage. Now, not I don't think the baby would be a part of that. Um, back in that era, but it was a big deal. This wasn't like just a simple thing. It wasn't like, um, oh yeah, you you know, bad job, you know, do this could like be a total game changer for their life. So Mary's showing up and she's thinking maybe I'm going to find condemnation when Mm -hmm. I go here. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to be rejected by by my relatives. Maybe I'm going to be rejected by my church. And, and had she been rejected by her relatives, that would fit the narrative of the story. Fine. Cause Jesus at times was rejected by his relatives too. Sure. Yeah. And sometimes when we believe in Jesus, we're rejected by our relatives cause they don't understand it. They don't get it. Um, so she goes in and she greets Elizabeth and instead of finding, um, rejection, she finds something else, right? Yeah. The Holy spirit. She has the Holy Spirit uh, present there in that space. Uh, It says that Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, which is great. And um, Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, shouted, blessed are you you among women, blessed is the child you will bear. Yes. It's amazing. It's it's miraculous and it's incredible. She's going and she's thinking like, I'm going to get, lit up by my relatives. They're going to like cry and tell me I've ruined my life. You know, like they're going to say all these things. And instead she gets 
this blessing. Blessed are you among women. Like you're the most blessed woman out there and blessed is the child you'll bear. And I am so favored that you decided to show up and see me. Yeah. Right. Like what? Like it's a total like reversal of what you would expect. Right. And verse, I think verse 44 is so great. As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise to her. Whoa. It's like Elizabeth knew because the Holy Spirit was present, the weight of what was going on, the impact of what was going on. And it took, I think it took the Holy Spirit because otherwise Elizabeth using her own wisdom would probably be like, yeah, huh? The Holy Spirit gave you a baby? Yeah, huh? Yeah, I don't think that's right. Yeah. But it took the Holy Spirit to to actually make that happen. So here's what's crazy about this. The next thing is like, Mary has this moment of confirmation. Yeah. Her, what she's seen, heard, experienced is now being confirmed by other people who know God and who are close to God. And at this very crazy moment of possibly being rejected, of possibly being thrown out, of possibly being condemned. She is instead welcomed, received, and blessed. And so out of that blessing, she gives this song. Yeah. And this in like, if if you know, like old school music or whatever, this was always called the Magnificat. It's like Mary's song, Uh um, which comes from kind of the first line that, that, uh, my soul glorifies the Lord. It's a cool piece uh, of music. It's a cool song. And what's kind of hard is in the Protestant faith, we kind of ignore Mary a lot because mm-hmm. in the Catholic faith, uh, sometimes Mary is emphasized more than than we're comfortable with mm-hmm. um, because Mary is not God, <laughs> right? Yeah. And Catholics don't believe that Mary's God. Uh, but they see Mary as very elevated, you know, a saint. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't really, we in the Protestant faith have this idea that there's sainthood of all believers, that all believers are, are saints. Uh, so we try not to elevate. It's kind of more of an equality type of a thing. Right. And so because of that, though, we sometimes miss out on how cool Mary was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we miss out on like how God was using her and what was going on in her life and all that. So mm-hmm. um, here, we have uh, Mary and Mary's song, which is an amazing thing. So let's jump into it. Yeah. My soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. Okay. I like this statement uh, because it's like acknowledging Christ. Mm. Uh, especially the verse 48, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant, like acknowledging that Mary has been a servant and that Christ is affirming that. And, and out of that, Mary has received this gift. Yeah. Yeah. Mary's response is, is worship. She's worshiping God and glorifying God. And, and instead of saying like, Hey, you know, I'm man, I'm so cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, God is awesome. Yeah. And then, Continuing on from, from now on, all generations will call me blessed mm. for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Uh, Mary understands the weight of what's going on. She understands how, uh, big of a deal this is. She understands, uh, what Christ has done for her because she is able to acknowledge from now on all generations will call me blessed. She knows that she's going to be talked about 
well beyond her own life. Uh, but she also acknowledges in that sta- same statement that it is only because the mighty one has done great things for her. And again, she is like glorifying Christ's name by saying holy is his name. Yes. And it's, it, it's kind of like, it's not like a, 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 I guess a typical response, but people in scripture who are, um, who have an encounter with God and have the right response to it. The right response looks a lot like this song almost yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, you know, everyone responds to God in a little bit of a different way, but, but this type of a song is, is like right on there. So. Yeah. Um, and even continuing on, Mary yeah. like expresses her uh, wisdom of the Holy spirit by saying his mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. She's addressing different people at this point. Right. And her generation is interesting too. Like if you track her lineage back, there's, there's uh, the gospels actually do track it and you see how God has been faithful through different generations. Um, And it's, it's pretty cool to see that, that God has been faithful to Mary's people. God has been faithful to even Joseph's people on on the other side. Um, But it's, neat it's neat to see like how god has continues to be faithful and what's cool is we're included in that now yeah as christians right Absolutely. so we're the grafted in branch uh as scripture puts it we've been we've been kind of added later on yeah uh and so being grafted in uh we can kind of claim god's faithfulness from the past generations and we can claim it going forward yeah yeah and but and mary continues on just with pure knowledge of who Mm. Christ is by saying his mercy extends to the, Oh, we just said that (laughs) he has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts and continue on. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble and filled the hungry with good things. So has Mm. sent the rich away empty. Just, she just goes on and on about the works of Christ and how powerful he is. Uh, I think she's, going on and on about those things because she's trying to still process and reflect what's going on in her own life and how Christ is making an impact in her own life. Yeah. It's amazing too. Like, you know, she's trying to put things in perspective because it's, she's giving this whole big story of Israel and Abraham and, and the whole story of God's people. Mm -hmm. And she's placing herself in that story. Yeah. But she's able to do that with humility, which is like really hard to do. Yep. Um, you know, obviously it seems that she doesn't completely understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. How could she, right? Like, yeah. there's no way you'd understand what's going on. Um, I don't think she knows that, oh yeah, you're going to have a baby. That baby's going to be the son of God. That baby's going to be Jesus. That baby's going to grow up, teach people a bunch of stuff, rile up the whole nation, country, and die. Yeah. And then rise again from the dead and then go up and ascend into heaven. Right. Um, that's not something that's on her radar. Uh, we also forget she's young at this point, probably. Yeah. Like, like, you know, maybe in the teens age, uh, we don't really know. Yeah. Uh, people try to make guesses. I've heard guesses as young as 13 and then all the way up to maybe like, you know, 19, 20 yeah. ish. But, uh, I would say probably somewhere in that range makes sense. Um, so she's young. She's not someone who has, uh, a ton of life experience. 
but she knows the things of God. She knows the faithfulness of God. Yeah. And I, that's such a huge and important point. Cause in our last devotional, I said, it's, we know you and me, we know the, the ending of the story. We know the beginning, yeah. the middle and the end, Right. but she doesn't. And so you're so right. And it's, I think it's important when we read scripture to sometimes put ourselves in the, in the shoes of the, of the people that we're reading about. Yeah. Because that, if you think about Mary's song from that sense, where she doesn't really necessarily realize what the outcome is going to be, who Jesus is going to be, what he's going to do, that takes this song from a maybe excited light mm -hmm. into maybe a little more nervous light mm -hmm. or questioning light. She's kind of speaking out of the heart, but really with a lot of question marks. Yeah. And it kind of makes this everything that she says a little bit more impactful. Uh, important uh it just ha gives mm -hmm. a different mood yeah yeah i think you're right and and for us i mean that's kind of our challenge for us in our life is how do we bring faith into the equation when we don't know the answer right we don't know how god's going to solve that problem that you currently have today yeah we don't know how god's gonna um show up and get rid of the bad and and put in the good yeah uh, we don't know the end of the story. We don't know how long it's going to take. Mary doesn't know how long it's going to take. Uh, but God is confirming things in her life slowly and in little pieces. Like she's, this is when she's just first pregnant. Yeah. Um, she's going to end up going away. She's going to have to travel when she's very pregnant, which is not a great thing to have to do, but she's going to do it. She's going to have to give birth in a manger. She's going to uh, have these things confirmed by shepherds showing up saying that they saw angels. She's yeah. going to have wise men show up and give her like super expensive gifts to this poor yeah. young woman. Yeah. Um, which I mean, it's like tangible. God's going to show up tangibly. Yeah. Uh, but it's not going to be easy. Right. You know, it's going to be a long road and it's going to be hard. It's going to be 33 years of raising a kid and watching that kid, suffer in the end yeah. and having the front row seat to it. So Mary is a person of tremendous faith. Yeah. And to wrap this up, I mean, you kind of touched on verses 54 and 55 that yeah. says he has helped his servants, Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his, and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. But what I want to point out is verse 56. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. If this is how the first interactions went when Mary showed up, this is like the maybe the first yeah. five minutes right. of her showing up. Right. Imagine if we had the narratives and the stories and what they talked about for That'd the rest cool. of the three months. That'd be pretty cool. And we, I mean, if the Holy yeah. Spirit was at work in just these five minutes, I'd trust that the Holy Spirit was at work the whole time. Yeah. And imagine the... The songs Mary wrote. That, yeah, <laughs> right? right. This was just track one yeah, of yeah. the whole EP the whole there, album, yeah. that, yeah, that, uh, that Mary made. <laughs> yeah. But even just the wisdom, it'd be so neat to hear the wisdom that the Holy Spirit gave them. Yeah, for uh, sure. But that was probably intentionally not documented because that was wisdom just for them from the Holy Spirit. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Well, with that all said, it's been great uh, being able to talk about Mary and uh, the, the hope for all of us is that we would be people of faith with the same type of faith that Mary had where you don't know what's coming next, but you're willing to say, here I am, God, I'm going to glorify you with what I have and what I got today. Yep. Yep. Thanks for checking out today's devotional. 